Hello, everybody. My name's Robin. This is me reading stuff. How the hell are you guys? Good? So-so? Terrible? Otherwise? Well, welcome to Being Alive. It's relentless. Let's do questions. You guys like questions. I like starting out with questions. I like saying the word questions. What's the thing that's nagging at you lately? Not the person. Let's not focus on the person. The thing. The topic. Mine would have to be, whoa, what happened to my voice? It's self-doubt. Since I have so many, um, I don't know what to call them, art balls up in the air, I pathetically need a little more approval than I'm getting, and I realize that's super flawed thinking. Expectations are premeditated resentments. Let me say it one more time, because you're not getting it. Expectations are premeditated resentments. If you think I don't know that I'm talking to myself half the time on this program, you're wrong, because I do know. Next question, favorite fruit? I want to hear your favorite fruit. Comment on Instagram or Twitter. This is how you answer these questions back to me, if you so desire. I'm at Robin O'Neill on, wait, no, I'm not. I'm at R-O-B-Y-N underscore O-N-E-I-L on both Instagram and Twitter. My favorite fruit is either apples or lemons. Apples as the snack. Lemons as I like to put lemons in everything. Another question. Um, Thing about yourself you like the most. I'm going to pass on that question. Last question. What do you miss most about being, I'm going to go with 12 years old. Me, I don't know. It has something to do with TV, even though I still have TV on in my studio all the time. It has something to do with not feeling as guilty with TV. I I don't know. Just the word TV popped into my head when I came up with that question. Uh, You guys have reached out. You guys have uh, said some prayers about my adult acne. Thank you. It's slowly improving, but it's been quite the sight. Honestly, I'm not exaggerating. It was like a deformity on the side of my face. I also swear to you, I got my first old person liver spot on my hand. I don't know what it, I I, I don't know what it really is. I, I didn't know what it was. So I was guessing like a bruise or a scrape. And then I asked Billy what he thought and he quickly and plainly said, oh, that's an old person spot. So, uh, I'm feeling cosmetically schizophrenic. I'm both 90 and I'm 19 with my acne and my liver spots. I did take that walk. You guys, I'm sorry about my voice. Of course, I'm getting sick right when I don't need to. This is my last week working towards my New York show. Hey, New York and New York area. If you'd like to come see my show at Susan Inglet Gallery, that's in Chelsea in New York City. Uh, It's going to be on February 2nd, and I'd love to see you guys there. I have been literally breaking my back um, to make this happen, so I'd love to celebrate it with you and high-five you in the gallery that evening. I can't remember what I was talking about. Uh, I wanted to... Oh, I know what I was going to tell you guys. I had an amazing, amazing time walking around last week. Remember when I was actually taking the day off to walk around? I did errands. I just, I just kind of roamed. I've been getting this instinct in me where I just want to walk and not stop, like never come back home. I just want to leave. <laughs> I see the mountains and I'm like, I'm going to head there. They're not far. I could get there today easily. And then I could just keep going. And then I remember I like being indoors a lot, but I do like the walk. So I walked around and I was remembering to tell you guys that I do this thing and some people find this horrifying and others find it like a good strategy because I have a tendency to be, um, 
I'm a very, I, I'm sadly, I'm reactionary. So someone can really either annoy me in the streets or they can really break my heart and I get very emotional over things. So I noticed there's this lady and she's kind of being annoying. She was in the middle of the street. She just wouldn't move out of my way. I have excellent spatial intelligence where I'm always aware where people are around me and I know how to get out of the way. I mean, I, one would say I'm a little too focused on it. Like I'm very... If I'm walking with you, I'm going to warn you when we're going to turn. I'm going to, I'm not just going to like cut you off and I'm going to be aware when there's a family behind us, in front of us. I'm going to know how to strategize the streets, the sidewalks. I'm very good at this. I'm very consumed with it. And I'm very annoyed when other people don't have that ability in the grocery store or wherever. <coughs> Excuse me for the coughing. So anyway, this lady was out. She was the opposite of me. She didn't give a shit about where she was in relation to me or anybody else on this like tiny sidewalk. And I noticed like my temper flaring. And so I quickly thought to myself, this was my way to not be annoyed with her. I was like, um, she's Ann Carson. I just pretended like she was somebody I loved. All right, so she's Ann Carson. She's a genius. She makes amazing books that have saved your life on several occasions. So let's give her this pass. It's okay that she doesn't understand how to get out of the way. And that helped me. But I also did it in a weird way. Um, I used to go to Luby's a lot. Luby's is this cafeteria in Texas. I don't know where else they are, but I love Luby's. Excellent food. And there's always old people there because it's a cafeteria with a lot of like steamed vegetables, macaroni and cheese and jello. And you see a lot of very old people who are alone. And I always like make up these stories in my head accidentally about how their wife just died and they're so depressed because they do look, I, I imagined they looked sad. I don't know if they were actually sad. I think I was projecting. But anyway, my only way to knock myself out of that depression while looking at them was to, this is terrible, I would pretend they were like a child molester or something so that I wouldn't have to feel sorry for them anymore. Isn't that terrible? Or is that good? I don't know. I can't believe I just admitted that. Jeez. Let's move on. Um, I'm going to be reading from The Winged Energy of Delight, Selected Translations by Robert Bly. You guys know I read from this book a lot. It's a perennial book. Uh, 2004, and I'm going to be reading Mirabai, uh, one of the only females in this book, and she was an Indian mystic poet. I don't know if you call her a mystic. They said mystic, but um, she was just obsessed with Krishna and would talk about him as if he were her boyfriend, and she had a lot of problems. Her family like tried to kill her several times because of her obsession with him. And she wrote these basically amazing and passion love poems to him. Let's start with this one, His Hair. You play the flute well. I love your swing curls and your earlocks. Jusumati, your mother, wasn't she the one who washed and combed your beautiful hair? If you come anywhere near my house, I will close my sandalwood doors and lock you in. Mira's lord is half lion and half man. She turns her life over to the midnight of his hair. She always ends her poems with a line, sorry, I knocked my microphone, with a line where she says, Mira or Mirabai says, Mirabai feels. And I love that as a strategy for a poem. Let's do another one where she says that. It's such a weird thing because she's the one speaking throughout the entire poem. So to just say Mirabai says 
on the last line is kind of an act of insanity, which is why I like it. I challenge you guys to write a poem and then on the last line say, Erica says, or Robin says, whatever your name is. All right, this is all I was doing was breathing. I feel like I've read this on here before. Something is reached out and taken in the beams of my eyes. There is a longing. It is for his body, for every hair of that dark body. All I was doing was being, and the dancing energy came by my house. His face looks curiously like the moon. I saw it from the side, smiling. My family says, don't ever see him again and imply things in a low voice. But my eyes have their own life. They laugh at rules and know whose they are. I believe I can bear on my shoulders whatever you want to say of me. Mira says, without the energy that lifts mountains, how am I to live? Well, I will put a link in the description of the podcast where you can find this book. Uh, I got to end this one. Holidays are approaching, you guys. So, sorry, I'm stretching. Remember, everyone is doing their best. How many times do I have to remind you guys of this? Remember also, exiting is also a good strategy. Go to the other room. Stand in the side yard. Have a cigarette for the first time in 15 years. Fuck it. Take a drive. Go to the 7-Eleven. Pick up your favorite candy from childhood if they have it. Pick me up some nerds, please. That's my favorite. And a coffee. And then go ahead and return to your family home and have compassion. Because it's hard being here. It's hard being alive. Personally, it drives me crazy. I never asked to be here. But we're all just moving our bodies around, putting on clothes, saying words, breathing air, going to the bathroom. I had a friend once who was avoiding the problems in his marriage by pretending he was having really awful stomach issues. <laughs> so he just hid in the bathroom all, all day, all night. This lasted about a year. Um, he said he got the idea from me since I have ulcerative colitis. I'm so glad I could be of service. To all of you hiding in the bathroom, you're fantastic. Even if you are in the bathroom right now, bathroom or car, bedroom or desk, I love you guys. Bye-bye.